is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. December 17th, 2019, season 15, episode number 101. Welcome to another edition of of the break. We are live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, and uh, it's a Tuesday, so we've got a lot of co- different conversations we want to get into, but really what I want to do today is I want to get an opportunity for fans to chime in and tell us what they think. Our big overall topic today is going to be around how much are you buying what you saw on Sunday, um, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday. I wanted to save the conversation because I think there are Lots of ways that you could look at this, uh, but I want to get into that. So if you guys have some opinions on that and want to tell us what your thoughts are on this team and have your opinions changed of this team since you watched that game on Sunday, give us a call. The number is 888-855-2297. Again, it is 888-855-2297. we got our crew here. Danny's joining us, as she does every Tuesday. Of course, Dave and Nick are telling us. I'm sure they're tweeting some great information. I'm for you retweeting guys the show for the fans. Awesome, Derek. thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. So let's uh, let's first start. That. What? No, go ahead. You sure? Yep. All right. Let's first start with uh, <laughs> with where everything stands. Obviously, Cowboys Eagles tied, deadlocked, seven and seven, uh, top the NFC East this weekend's game uh, means everything for the Cowboys. If they get the win, they clinch the NFC East. For the Eagles, if they get the win, they can't clinch, but the Cowboys would have to win their final game against Washington, and Philly would have to lose their final game at New York for the Cowboys to back into the playoffs. Tell me, let's start that that discussion. How much do you guys believe in what you saw on Sunday? I want to believe, but I don't believe that this team has consistency. They've done nothing to prove that they have that consistency since week three when they beat three of the worst teams in the league. So as much as I want to believe that this is going to create momentum, and I've said that I think this team is talented, so it's not surprising that they had a game like this, but I'm not sure that I believe this is something they can continue. Give me a high five. Okay. just took the words right out of my mouth. Literally, I couldn't, I can't add to it. It was perfect. She said it Thank perfectly. You. Nick? Well, they're, but they're playing bad teams. And so one thing we have seen is that typically – you know, when they're playing a bad team, they they've uh, they play their best. Now the Jets is is an exception to the rule there, so uh, it's good that they they beat a team that that is pretty good, I guess, in the Rams. So I, it's out there. At least you know it's out there because Dak kept saying we believe in it because we know we can do it. But we're over here like, well, when? I mean, when have you done it? So now now that they've done it, I mean that that's that's something to kind of build off of. But like Danny said, they haven't proven. That they can do that, you know, game to game. So we'll we'll see. I mean, but they're playing a bad team. The Eagles are bad, so yeah. they should be. I mean, they should be able to win the game. So what are the most? If you had, go ahead, Dave. Do you have some? Nope. Okay. I, y'all were if, y'all were awesome. If Good you job. guys, if you guys had to go back and think about that game from the standpoint, like break it down in different components, different parts, different parts of the team, different moments in the game. What do you think were the things that they did? Uh, that were most impressive and most important for them to continue to do 
in future games if they're going to get wins. I'll give you some examples. Maybe you say it was the offensive line, the running backs, and their ability to really be able to establish the run. Maybe you say it was the offensive play calling. Maybe you would say the secondary played outstanding. What was that thing in this game that that you think that you would point to and say that was a critical part of their game that's been missing that they have to continue? They stopped the run. Defense. Wait, I mean defense in general, but they stopped a good rushing game and a good running back. And maybe Todd Gurley's not what he once was. That's fair to debate. But, I mean, lesser guys than that. How many times last week did Nick say Bo Scarborough gave him fits? Like, lesser players and lesser offensive lines have wrecked them in the past. And they kicked butt, uh, which... Not like I don't take anything new away from what we saw on offense, honestly. Like, we've seen them do that countless times. The other know. thing on in stopping the run was they didn't let Goff become mobile. He's not the most mobile quarterback, but we've seen that all season of quarterbacks who don't run a lot can run all over this team, and they didn't let him do that. Yeah. I, I think for, for me, though, as good as, as that is, I, I would just say the, the offensive line uh, really just kind of imposing themselves on, on, on the Rams, say, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna we're gonna knock you off the ball. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do what we do. And that's what Jason Garrett and them preach all the time about. We do what we do, and it's like, well, that's good until it doesn't work, and then what? But it worked, and it kept working, and they didn't even have to throw the ball to the receivers much. So I, I thought that was the, the the best part of it was that we're gonna take a great front and the best football defensive player in the NFL, and we're gonna knock him off the ball. So, so let's take that. We've, you guys mentioned offensive line. You mentioned the defense, particularly stopping the run. Let's say those two components continue to play at that level. How far do you think this team can go? Well, you win the Super Bowl if you if you if you stop the run and you run the ball and you win both sides of the ball. Seriously, I, mean, I know you don't. Wouldn't that just be so crazy? That's be. what I'm it smiling would be. for. But I'm, I'm just saying, if the Cowboys in the next. In every game that they play, if they dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage, they're going to win the Super Bowl unless you have like three or four crazy turnovers. Do you think they can do that, though, against better quality opponents? Well, I don't think you're going to have a better quality front than that on defense. I'm, uh, I'm talking about knocking a guy off the ball and just creating lanes and yeah. stuff like that. Like, if they can do it against the Rams, they can probably – I mean, the 49ers might give them some problems there. That's The 49ers have a lot of talent up front. They and do. And we saw – I mean, we watched the Saints front whoop their ass. That's yeah. true. We right. watched that. That's so. what I'm saying. There's, some, there's some, some teams that they would have to play in the playoffs that have comparable, we'd say at least comparable, uh, defensive fronts to what the Rams have. I know I've been saying it a lot, but I, I think it was probably clear in this game that, like, when you want to run the football – this is your best five. I mean, Suafilo is a better run blocker, in my opinion, than Connor Williams, and that's what that's what they've kind of needed. Now, he he'll he doesn't have those quick feet like Connor Williams does, and and he might get beat a little bit, you know, up the field, uh, you know, in pass uh, protection. But I think I think this is their best five, and I think it's better than it was against the Saints because I don't believe Zach Martin was as healthy as he is right now. I would I would agree with that, and I thought Zach played yeah. great the other day, and it, it certainly seems like he's healthier than he has been. If they get that effort from both sides of the ball, I mean, this is elementary. Like if they get yeah. that effort from both sides of the ball, they can beat anybody in the league. But at this point, their inconsistency is part of their DNA. Like that is right. who they have proven to be to this point. Yeah. And crazier things have happened. But I assume that they cannot get that level of effort from both sides of the ball four times in a row, which is what it would take. And, so, and, and it's not just game to game this year. 
to this franchise that's been year to year, consistency year to year. When's the last time they won two uh, NFC East two years in a row? I believe it's 2018 and 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They won it last year. And they're going to win it on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's my point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did I miss that? Or my not? bad. No. <laughs> 95, no, you didn't. You didn't. 95, 96. Yes. And then that whole span of three years before that, too. But, I mean, they, they haven't been a team that, that kind of, you know, carries their own success to the next year. So, here we are. That's And, and that's, I mean, and again, that's, are you encouraged or are you frustrated? Because... Where has that been all year? And why, and to Danny's point that she made at the top of the show, like why should I have faith that you could put that together four times in a row against better teams, by the way? Like the Rams are the best team they've beaten all year. They are not the best team they'll see in the play. They would see in the playoffs. I guess I can't just assume they'll be there. But, the, I mean, the Rams are 8-6 and six mm-hmm. now, right? And you're talking, I mean, do you realize how many, like, a, a 12 or 13 win team is probably going to miss out on a bye in the NFC this year. Yeah. Like Green Bay, New Orleans, uh, San Francisco, and uh, Seattle all are going to finish with 12 or 13 wins. Probably. And a 12 or 11 or 12 win team is going to go on the road. Yeah, right? two probably. Although like the Vikings, there, a lot of those teams are playing each other. Like the Vikings and the and the Packers play this weekend. I think. Yeah, they I know do. Seattle and San Francisco. I think play Week again. 17. Yeah, so a lot of those teams are going to play each other. So somebody has to lose, right? Right, but but yeah, even I mean, Minnesota's going to finish with like a minimum. They've got ten wins got already. 10 already. Yeah, Seattle's already got eleven. San Francisco's got I think eleven. The Saints just won their twelfth game yeah. last night, or it's there's a lot so, of really impressive records. So what, what's going to happen is, so the Cowboys let's say they get into the playoffs. I believe the last game of the year is the is the Forty um, ers and Seahawks. That yeah. just screams like uh, nighttime week, week seventeen oh, yeah. flex. Yeah. yeah. So that means the Cowboys will probably play at noon, Washington. You know, get that game over with. And they're at gonna home. Sit, they're going to sit there. Yeah. Until the end of the night, and probably the loser of that game is who you face, right? Most likely. So that that would be a you know, first-world problem right there if you have to wait like eight hours to find out who your team is, if yeah. you can get into the playoffs. Better than, better than getting flexed to nighttime, losing that game, and then having to, you know, if you're San Francisco, like fly back to San Francisco so you can get ready for a road trip to play a team with a much worse record than right. you probably on a saturday night maybe yeah because we've had some saturday night stuff you don't have any weddings or I, anything. You no weddings <laughs> although i did i told my friends that if the cowboys play on their anniversary i will wear my tuxedo again make it a tradition at the at the game at the game yeah sure yes. i remember it worked last year yeah that's right yeah 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 it was it was interesting last night we, is it we, white no because i think there could be some White out. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. If there, they end up. There will be a little bit maybe of that. Jumping all the way we'll to see. wild card. We are. But fine. it is interesting. Last night at Cal Super- their annual. I mean, I think yeah. it's we had our annual Christmas party, and <clears throat> there were a number of times throughout the night when I was either involved in conversations or I heard conversations where people were saying everything from, but well, why not the Cowboys, right? <laughs> all the way to. Man, why is it? Why is this game even being like? What's the point? You know, and it's. I think it really is what fans are out there saying. Like they're saying. Yeah, it's kind of what you said about are you frustrated or are you encouraged? You know, you can take it two ways, and that game gives you every reason to go both ways, and people are all over the map on this one. Well, but not at Christmas parties where there's some flowing, you know, 
alcohol going on, I mean, that's where you're going to be encouraged. Like, well, why not? Well, you know? yeah, of course. I mean, but there were also there were also plenty that were like, well, what's the point? Like, I think that's how most people feel. <laughs> what's the point? That, you know, they need to see this team beat yeah. the Eagles before they have that confidence but and that faith. Just, I don't think they're going to have. I don't think they're going to have it even after that. Yeah, they, they would, would have to see that first win in the yes. playoffs. I think. Uh, at least some of the people I've been talking to, maybe they, that is not going to sell them on the fact that this team is ready to take the next step. All that's going to say is, okay, like Nick said, they can beat a bad team. They can back into the play. Well, not really back, into, but they can get into the playoffs. And then what's going to happen when they face one of these teams you just finished saying is going to have 10, 11, 12 wins? What are you going to do then? All I'm saying, and you're right, there. I mean, especially inside the organization where you live this every day and, and the fans that have been doing this for 10, 15, 20, 25 years, yes. But if they go up to Philly and spank the Eagles, they are going to be the talk of the league in terms of like nobody wants to play Mm -hmm. these guys. Spank the Eagles does change things. First take is going to, it's going to be, oh, is anybody hotter than the Cowboys? And it won't matter that the Eagles aren't that good because it's the Dallas Cowboys. And there will be, the bandwagon will be crowded if they go up there and play well. That's all I'm saying. Until you figure out who they're playing the first round of the playoffs. Sure. And then I think everybody kind of comes back down a bit. But you're right. I, I do think you, you get go them and spank them. That means you get two two games in a row where the Cowboys spank their opponent. And one of them is to win the division. You're right. I do, I do think that changes okay. some people's opinions. So let's say that happens. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in week 17? You gotta go balls to the wall, and I'm the guy. I'm the guy that says yeah, rest you people. You're very much that guy. Yeah. You gotta go balls to the wall. Because Keep it going. First of all, you haven't. No offense, guys. I know you're playing through injuries and stuff. Like you haven't earned the right to get that rest. Like this is a better team than their record suggests. Like, and you need right. to stay in the routine of like I don't. I haven't seen anything to suggest that you can afford to take a week off and and still play well. But I think there's a medium. Like there there is a you can take the week off. There's also you can play all the way. I think there is a happy medium that we've seen Jason Garrett employ, which is you prepare all week like you're gonna play. play you yeah. play the first half and then you sit all your guys down. Man, we or are, some of your guys down. Somebody, That's what I would probably like. Somebody to see. in Philly is gonna clip this off and they're, <laughs> they're already talking. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. We're just speculating. We here. are just, We're speculating. just speculating. Although I think it was, which one of you guys? Somebody's already said they're gonna spank the the Eagles. I I no, believe I, I believe okay. in my bones that they're gonna win this game because yeah. that's what they do. They beat the East. Dak is eighteen and four against the NFC East. The Eagles are trotting out practice squad players at wide receiver. I I just. They should win this game. And they might not. They're not consistent to Danny's yeah, they point. Should win. But they should win. Right? The one thing they do is beat the NFC East. That is the one thing. That's their consistency. They are undefeated against the East this year. They kicked the East's butt last year. Jason Garrett has a great record in the division. He's 7-2 and two at the link. They should win this game. I, I don't think I've felt more confident that they will win all year. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we want to hear from you guys. Call us, 888-855-2297. Again, 888-855-2297. We'll hit whatever topics you guys want to hit. We also want to know from you guys, how much are you buying in? Are you believing after the Cowboys' big win against the Rams? We'll talk about that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this 
or more into something like this. SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, download the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to the break. Welcome back. It's the second segment of The Break Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking today about the Cowboys and whether you're believing in what you saw as they beat the Rams 44-21 on Sunday. Um, we want to hear from you guys. You can call us. The number is 888-855-2297. Again, 888-855-2297. Let's take a phone call from Casey in Denver. Casey, what up? Hi, guys. Really love the show. Thank you. Uh, so I'll just make my point real quick. So I did kind of think the Cowboys were going to blow out the Rams and then lose to the Eagles like close game and then get beat by the Redskins just because that's the way their season has been going. Uh, so I'd love to see the Cowboys actually go win a close game versus Philly because they haven't done that all season. So yeah. I'll hang up and hear what you guys have to say about that. That's, all right. Thanks for the call. That, that's a good point because, um, you know, that's something that I, I've said a couple of times is this team does not have a second-half comeback win. They haven't been down in, in the second half and won any of those games. So um, it's good to have a good start and jump out early, but you want to you want to have the confidence that you can go and do that and make the, the, the clutch plays and uh, we haven't seen that so far. So that would, yeah, if you, if you could draw it up any way you want, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to blow out the Eagles, but I think a, a, a close win is a gut also check a, type of win. It is. Yeah. It would be very important to have. Kudos to him for thinking they were going to beat the Rams. I, I he's he's not. There aren't a lot of people that thought no, that. So the number but, one homer didn't. I mean, Michael Irvin. Yeah. Even, yeah, Michael Irvin picked against him. Yeah, that's what I was like, wow. But if you hear what he said, I mean, it, what he's saying really is that's what the Cowboys typically do is with a game where you count them out is when they show up, and then when they get you all excited, like, okay, we're going to do something, then they kind of dash your hopes and dreams, right? That's what, what he's kind of getting to is he's expecting them to – he was expecting them to win last week, and then once everybody's hyped like they are now, then you right. it's Philly. right. I bet he's not going to pick them to lose to the Eagles, though. I don't either. I don't yeah. think so. There's either. no way. Not the way they beat them. I no. mean, not the way they beat the Rams. If it would have been a close game, maybe. I just think most people now are starting to think they can at least beat a, a team like the Eagles mm. uh, to get into the playoffs, especially, and you hit it the nail on the head, especially because 
they don't have their full complement of players. Like their wide receiver position is a mash unit right now. So without their full complement, you, you would think that should be a little bit easier for the Cowboys. But it is the NFL. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. It's a strange lady. <laughs> we'll take a call from Thomas in Kansas City. Thomas, what up? Hi. This, I enjoy the show. Actually, it's Thomas in Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh. What's up, man? That's all right. Sorry. Hey, I had two points. First, I enjoy the show. Uh, first point, I'm not believing until they beat. Philly. They must be Philly convincingly. My second point, uh, Nick's been saying this for these two years about the offensive line. I think he's right. I watched this game. So a Philly is stronger. And y'all, I think Nick mentioned this also about a chain. If one link is weak, the whole chain is weak. So I think we're through Philly in the line. This chain is strong. So when they, once they beat Philly, I'm convinced. Go Cowboys. Thank okay. you. All right, thanks. Okay. I like quick points and especially when you agree with me i like it Thank you. <laughs> um you know it, it's not that and the people have said well you hate connor williams well you can't like one player and then the other one is like you hate no it just i i i kind of think connor williams is probably more of a tackle i i think um not sure where he would play though you just locked up your two tackles or your two tackles are locked up for a while so uh, he needs to, you know, I guess play at a guard spot, but I just think Suofilo is better. And I think for what they really need to play with Zeke and to not have a fullback, remember, they don't have a lead fullback. So you got to have as strong a front as you possibly can to knock people off the ball. What was Zeke it? looked pretty good at fullback the other day. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'd prefer to have him with yeah, the ball. It ain't going to happen often, but. So- I was going to say something interesting on 105.3 The Fan this morning. Jerry Jones was asked about what he sees the identity of this team because that was said a lot after the game of getting the identity back, what's the DNA of this team, and his answer was the O-line. And I was thinking, I think I would agree with that when Mm -hmm. you think of the Cowboys. I mean, you obviously have Zeke and whatnot, but as a core, as multiple players, the O-line is what you would think of when you play the Cowboys. Follow the money. I mean, like, where do they spend most of their money? If you look across this team— Definitely offensive line is the position where they've spent most of their draft capital and most of their money. So there's no doubt it should be their their identity, you know, right? And the thing about it is is that travels. That travels into into Seattle. It travels into San Francisco. It travels into domes. I mean, when you're playing really well and, and it can knock people around. Now, they didn't play well against the Saints. I mean, Saints beat them, and, 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 but I'm— but it's not because of the crowd and all that kind of stuff. But like, if you are physically better and can and do what you're supposed to do, you can play anywhere because you know that that's not something that's that you need to be all in sync and all that. I mean, just knock the guy back and, and run the ball. This is an off-season segment, but if they can get something out of Connor McGovern, you can move Connor Williams to tackle still. I mean, probably wouldn't. But what tackle position? Swing. Oh, just as a swing. I would love I got for him yeah. to be the swing. It tackle. wouldn't like people would probably be upset to have a top fifty pick playing swing tackle. But if Connor McGovern is up to the job at left guard, then that probably you know best five. Well, yeah. that would be your best six. We haven't seen any. I mean, Connor McGovern obviously he's not going to play this year, so that's a big if. Like I said, something for the off season, but like that could happen. I mean, yeah. fact of the matter is, you say you don't want a top fifty pick being your swing tackle, but on a team like this where right. you got Tyron Smith who is aging has had back issues throughout. I think you your swing tackle position is yeah. a very, very important position. It just hinges on how good is Connor McGovern actually. And yeah. unfortunately, we don't know right now. Right. And, uh, you know, when you saw at the end of the game they were taking some people out, the one guy, well, one starter offensive lineman that was out of the game was Lyell. You know, now that kind of comes down to who's injured the most and maybe needs a little bit more of a rest. But, 
you know, I just think the point is is that Tyron and Lyle have been beat up this year. So you have a quality swing tackle that can play both sides. Mm-hmm. That would, I mean, that's really beneficial for this team. No doubt. Yep. Let's take a call from Jerry in Philadelphia. Jerry, what up? Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, I love your show. Good, thank um, you. Love the Cowboys, 1975. I, I really i am excited this year. Are you going hey, to the game? Wanna, what's that? Are you going uh, to the game? No, I don't go to the Dallas Eagles games up here. It, it's a zoo down there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a shame, but the atmosphere down there for anybody. I mean, you can't wear anything. I saw I saw people get fights wearing Texas A and M hats. I, I mean, it's 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 a crazy hat. That's <laughs> crazy. But um, I I'm really excited, guys. And you know what? The way they clicked last week, uh, I'm very confident. I, you know, and and I heard you guys talk about the inconsistent over the years of the organization. But you know what? The way this team's been built the last few years, ever since sort of Steven seemed to take over at Will McClay with the trade and. This team is a lot different. The organization seems a lot different from the late 90s and the early 2000s where we weren't consistent with signing high free agents. And I think this team's built the right way. And I don't care when they click. It's like the NHL. Boy, if you're hot going into the playoffs. And I'm excited, guys. I really think we can do some damage. And uh, I love your show, guys. I would listen to you every day, all your shows. Um, I appreciate it. You Thank guys you. do a great job. Thank appreciate you. Thank you. You know, I, I, I do think I agree with the part about – you know, you guys said earlier, are you frustrated or are you encouraged? You know, the, the, every team has that where has that been all year. And sometimes yeah. it's not a good thing. You know, like San Francisco fans are like, where has that been? Like, you know, yeah. not that they were missing it, but, you know, I didn't know that they could lose to the Falcons at home. You know, stuff yeah. like that. And you get to the playoffs and you have a game that you're like, wow, Cowboys have had that. You know, Packers and yeah, I the mean, home game you against kick the everybody's butt all through 2016, and then you're down three scores in the right. second quarter of your first playoff game. Sure, and I mean it's not phrased that way, but it's like where where's that been? I mean, we we hadn't seen that all year, so I would rather be the other way, where I'm like, well, at least I'm seeing it right now, as opposed to you know, kind of on the downside of it. But as Danny said, and you said, everyone has said. This isn't momentum. This is one win. You've stopped momentum. Now you have to build it by winning another one. Yeah, this team is not hot because they've had one win. And I said this last week that even if they win out, I'm not sure how much that momentum truly helps you in a playoff push because you look at their last teams that they're playing. I mean, besides the Rams, but Hmm. I don't know how much that would help. I think what will create them getting momentum or becoming hot is they just have to blow the Eagles out of the water and then they have to do the same the next week with the Redskins. I, I think what does help them is if they actually are rounding into form. That's really the more important thing is, the, and that's why I started the show talking about the different components of that game that you thought they played really well that maybe they hadn't been doing before. And I think that's the part. If they got those things shored up, then it does build momentum because it builds confidence in those areas. If you're off, We all agree the offensive line is talented. The offensive line plays at up to its talent level, they can compete with anybody, right? But they just haven't done it consistently. So if they start to feel like, hey, we've finally hit our groove, we're finally feeling like we're a little healthier, we finally are getting the confidence, we're, we know what plays we run well, we're confident in running those plays, whatever those things are, if they get to that point, then if they win these, it really does build that momentum. But if not, then all you're doing is just building a house of cards because once you get to the playoffs and you get to these good teams, it's going to all be exposed. I just I think back to the beginning of the season when they were 3-0 and against these bad, bad teams, and that 
didn't do anything for them for the rest of the season. So why would I think that that would be different now? I was actually going to bring that up. And if I was looking for a reason to believe it's different, it's that hopefully this experience has taught them some humility. Right. Because, I mean, Dak said it himself. They were smelling themselves at the start of the year. And it's about I think the work every week, right? This is a team, I, they know that they're talented. Like, I keep saying they're talented. They know they're talented, too. And I, I get this sense, definitely, when they were 3-0 and and trying to figure that, where they're like, oh, yeah, we got this. And even, you know, you lose three games in a row, and you're like, oh, what the hell's going on? But then you win two in a row, and you're back to like, okay, we're good, we're good. Hopefully... They don't feel like they're good. Hopefully this experience has taught them, yeah, I mean, it is about the work. And this has been, we said it last week, this is like the worst that they've been at winning on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Like, tip, you know, we always give Garrett so much credit for having him prepared no matter what. Hasn't really been the case this year. And hopefully they get back to that. And hopefully that was all a learning experience that will help them stay focused for lack of a better term all right we'll take our final break we'll come back we'll get some more calls 888-855-2297 is the number we'll be back this is dallascowboys.com radio Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And OtterBox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Hey Cowboys Nation, this season when the Cowboys win, you get to experience the sweet taste of victory because if the Cowboys win, the next day Duncan is offering a free medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate the Cowboys success from the sidelines, head to Duncan and treat yourself to real victory because this season Cowboys fans aren't only winning on game day, they're winning the next day too with a free medium coffee. Cowboys Nation runs on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Limit one per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Back to the break. Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick, what you got for us? Oh, let's see. We've got Santa at Santa. the Star. He comes in here every week. We're doing that, right? We're supposed to be. You guys just, <laughs> every time I mention it, it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, taking a picture with Santa. Let's do it today. It's Tuesday. We don't have a lot going on. Okay. What I time? Know. I don't know. Well, Nick's got his mid year review. Oh, so. does he? Yeah. Oh. Have fun with that. So let's see how that goes first. Okay, cool. And let's then talk we'll decide about if we other want to people do. taking pictures with Santa. Okay. You can go. You can go uh, to Fans United. It's a Cowboys fan themed set right mm-hmm. here at the Star, and visit thestarinfrisco.com dot com slash Santa. He'll be here 
through December 24th because, you know, he's got to go. Well, you know, we could do <laughs> Just yeah, he's got things to that. do on the 24th. Right. But we we could maybe do it maybe next week. I mean, no, maybe later this week, right? Okay. I think. Friday? Friday yeah. is not a, a terribly yeah. busy usually. Oh, no, I can't. I won't be here Friday. Where are you okay. going? Well, my sister-in-law. Why, why don't we just right. figure okay. it all out after the show? Yeah, we don't have anyway. to do it on the show. <laughs> um, this is what we do. Let's take calls. Yeah, let's take, let's let's take, take calls. calls from like, Are we going to set far. a Cowboys break record for phone calls taken? We in are. Show? That was my goal today. Good for you. Coming off the party last night, I wanted oh, to listen to the fans. You didn't want to put any effort into your rundown. <laughs> no, we wanted to listen okay. to the fans today. That's cool. What are you doing? Oh, you're doing Tallahassee? Yeah, is yeah. that where we're going? That's where we're going, Tallahassee. <laughs> Walter, what you got? Hey, I'm glad I got through to you guys. Uh, got through to you guys. Um, yeah, this is Walter down in uh, Tallahassee. Uh, this is where... Uh, Bob Hayes went to school, and where Nate Newton went to school, and that's our connection. That's Nate true. just walked past uh, yeah. the, the the window here. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, what I want to say was uh, I get, you know, I, I enjoy the show, and I uh, hear all the, you know, the uh, positivity and the negativity about if we get to the playoffs and who we play. My opinion, it doesn't matter who you play. When you get there, I don't care if you go to Seattle. I don't care if you go to uh, New Orleans or wherever. The mindset's got to be play ball. Doesn't matter where you go. So get to the, get to the dance, as Bill Parcell said, and then dance. Doesn't matter where you're at. All right. Okay? That's Hell all yeah. I want yep. to say. Just be positive. Beautiful. Right. Get well, and dance. I think for the team, that's absolutely the way that they have to think about it. I'll take we it. have to think a little bit more about, oh, yeah. okay, who they're playing. But go ahead. Well, they, I mean – I, I love his sentiment. They don't have to go anywhere. They get to play it right here at home. For the first round. For the, I mean, the first This game. guy's got to win, he's, though. No, he's like, he's like, well, yeah, when we win that first right. playoff he's like, game, I, he's way I don't care that. if it's New Orleans or Seattle. <laughs> or Miami. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, care. Miami's after that, after right. they win the championship yeah. game. Yeah, so I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Who's no, the, who would be the sixth seed right now? Probably Minnesota. Who's the fifth seed? San Francisco. Right now, it's San Francisco. Yeah. Because the Cowboys would play probably San Francisco. Right. Most likely they're going to play San Francisco or um, yeah, or Seattle, right? Yes. I mean, Man, I, honestly, I think San that's Francisco. almost a guarantee because one, they play each other, so one of them is going to win one Is there a chance game. the Packers maybe? Yes. The pack, if the Packers lose to the Vikings, then the NFC North is up for grabs in Week I 17. I honestly love to see the Cowboys match up with the Packers again with the no, Packers no, having no, to no. come here. No. You what? look at all those playoff no. teams. You want to see Aaron Rodgers no. back yes, at AT&T Stadium? Because Aaron Rodgers, by the way, Aaron Rodgers nope. is not playing like Aaron Rodgers. He does against okay, Dallas. Go, go look at You've what seen he's how done. he plays in Dallas. Go look at what he's done this season. I can't. I, I would rather. I'd like to see him come back. Respect your here. opinion. I will. I'd take, like to see him come back here. I'll take anybody. Hate your opinion, <laughs> but respect it. At some point, I want them to exercise this demon. Like he's beaten them too All many right. times. Would you rather? I want to see them exercise the demon. I, was, I would rather see Kirk Cousins. <laughs> of course you would. Give me seriously. The Vikings beat the Cowboys this year, and Kirk Cousins played great. And I'd still rather play him than he, Aaron Rodgers. He really didn't play great. He, he played. I mean, he, he screened past the hell out. Yeah, of Yeah, but he well, had Dalton that. Cook he was he the threw guy a couple. Of, he didn't make mistakes. He please. threw a great. Pass to Rudolph for a touchdown. That's like true. he he played a good game. Yeah. I'm not saying he yeah. redefined the position. I, I want to see Aaron Rodgers come back. Here. You're, you are the only one. Them, I want them no, to thanks. take Actually, out Aaron Rodgers at AT and T. As long State. as we're just taking yeah. the wheels off the show. <laughs> I, I was playing with the I was playing with the ESPN playoff machine this yeah. morning. And I was not thinking first round, but like if they make the playoffs, if they win the first game, they could wind up having to go to Lambeau Field. I don't want to do that. That's possible. I don't uh, like that. 
Oh, okay. I don't want to go up there in, in December. I mean, in January, I don't want to go to Green Bay. In G- you remember the last time is we that, went up is there? Is that for the Cowboys player because you don't want to go up in the cold? No, I just don't like going to Green Bay in, in freaking <laughs> hey, January. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, it's cold. If you got this thing rolling where you're going to run the football mm-hmm. and you can run over people, you can run. You, that's you are built for that. You are built to go and play in a game like I that. Now, I will say now, they didn't against the Bears. I mean, I, I get it. They didn't. They didn't play like that. But I'm just saying, if they can, if they can get that swag back, where they say, "All right, let's run." In, it really was an inside-outside deal. I mean, I talked to to Jason Witten about it just yesterday. He was like, "That's kind of what we did." It was they just went back to basics, and they were like, "All right, we get Pollard, get him on the edge, and let him go out there. We're gonna put Zeke inside." It was inside-outside. But they can do that same thing at AT and T Stadium, like. Without Derek having to hang out in Appleton, <laughs> right. Wisconsin in January. I just remember when we went up there last time, we got off the plane, and I'm looking around, and it just looks like Rocky Four. It looks like we're in Russia, <laughs> and we're having to face this. I de- love this, it. Like, I, I just I, I don't want to even I that. love it. I think, Danny, I mean, I know it's. Dave, that's funny. Like, that was a funny one. You guys weren't alive by They didn't see Rocky Four. Oh, I've I know Rocky Four. I yeah, haven't I've seen that seen one. It. I've seen other Rocky. Rocky. I get the reference. Rocky. Yeah, I've Rocky. seen it. Rocky. <laughs> yes, it was great. You, never, you haven't seen that one before? I don't think I've seen four. You I don't really watch a lot of movies in That's my defense. one of the better ones. It's not that good. Oh, come on. Sorry. I've seen the first two. If you can afford to get there and make it happen, like anybody that loves football should watch a game at Lambeau in the cold. I've it's done it. cool. I know. I'm but good. I'd be down to do it again. <laughs> I've done it. Don't need to do it again. Done it a few times. Honestly, actually. it's interesting. Like, if they make the playoffs, again, all potential, but like, It'll be a heck of a storyline either way because, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Niners, who they have extensive playoff history with, obviously. And it's Seahawks, who they kind of have a rivalry with at this point. So, either way. Don't take Rocky for it, then? No, I'm sorry. I know that's like your favorite movie. I know it's good. It's it, if I'm the original. It's a good bad movie. The original is right. the best. And then if I'm gonna watch another Rocky movie, then I would watch four. You want to know the craziest part? Creed's better. Rocky than, Two was my I've favorite. Never, yeah, Creed. I've never even seen the first one. It's I've good. Never even seen the first one. It's. Uh. I love three and I love four. On, I've never you're over two. On, I regret. I regret saying it's not that good because I forget. Like Nick loves Rocky. Oh, absolutely love. He loves the whole absolutely. sequel. And I always loved Rocky two more than Rocky one because he won. Yeah. Don't but, ruin so, it. You like? Have you? I was, <laughs> oh, oh. By the way, you want to get into ruining it? If right. I could just tell you a story, okay, about ruining it, ruining the movie. Rocky two came out. I don't know, 1979, maybe. I'm three years old. Movie's out. He wins. The next group of people, you know, the next showing at 9 o'clock is there. I walk past the entire group and tell everyone, and I couldn't say my R's or my L's until I was like five. I said, walkie one, and that that guy yossed. And I told everyone as we walked by, yeah. That's, Why? Well, really? I had to tell them what happened. Okay. I just wanted them to know. Rocky won the I didn't know the guy's name, but I didn't know he was going to have a movie. It was only just three. a random black guy. Black guy lost. That's Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> Sorry. I did Sorry. not expect to be discussing Rocky, Rocky. or Rocky too. Well, Creed the point is, is the Creed point is, is the point is. No, the I point want Aaron Rodgers here, and I want the Cowboys you're to take him out nuts. here. You're nuts. You're crazy. Saying, I have a Rocky three story that that actually implies to this. Okay, Jason Garrett, 2015. Jason Garrett, 
took the team to go see Rocky Three at training camp. Okay, mm-hmm. he thought that was real easy. Hey guys, just tell the theater down the street and we put Rocky Three on. Well, Rocky Three is not in the same format. <laughs> like, and all we that. don't even have that. So movie. they had to figure it out. They got it to work. They play. They watched Rocky Three at one night at training camp. And he told the team, he said, listen, we're going to play the Eagles in week two. And in the fourth quarter, they're going to play the Rocky music. And everyone's going to get excited and think, hey, this is our song. This is our song. We're Rocky. And that thing happened week two of that year. Romo got hurt. Yep. Brandon Whedon was in there. They played the song. And they sat around and they were like, just like Garrett said, this is our, you know. And they won the game, whatever. But they, The players remembered foresight. that. So yeah. you think he's they showing really them Rocky yes. again? I don't remember that part. I remember Brandon Whedon hit Terrence on a slant that right. put the game But away. a couple of the players were talking about because they talked about it in the locker room I about how I Jason had, had already told us way back in August. Are they going to watch that this week? I don't know. Maybe play the song in the locker room. Maybe. Which I mentioned that at the I mentioned that at the top of the show. It's pretty remarkable how good they've been in Philadelphia because I think of that yeah. as a tough place to play. The Eagles are good more often than not, and they draw so much inspiration from Rocky. Sure. Yep. They sure. really do. No, seriously, I they guess. do. He is like a god there. Like, they do videos before the game of Rocky. It's really crazy. Like, this is a fictional character, but mm. I just remember. <laughs> like, eh, maybe, just maybe not. I just remember Chip Kelly one year was like, this is Philly and we fight. That's what we do. And, like, they all lost their mind. I was like, aren't you a little bit sort of not cool with that being your reputation? <laughs> like, and I, I know Garrett uses fight too, yeah. but he means it in a different way right. in Philadelphia. Like that's what they're talking about. All right, let's get a call from Josh in Honolulu. Josh, what up? Nice. Hey everybody, aloha. Hey, aloha. Uh, enjoy the <laughs> enjoy the show, and uh, for y'all keeping me from jumping off the cliff from week to week. Um, got me off a little tangent talking about Rocky and everything like that. But Derek, I definitely do not want to see Aaron Rodgers and that bad man coming to uh, coming to the stadium and. Then, Y'all don't believe. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, seriously, I'm encouraged uh, by Sunday and uh, have been all week, uh, from week to week by the players. But what I'm not, um, uh, what I want to see the consistency from is from the coaches. Uh, Like, I think one of the previous callers said that, uh, you know, when the the going gets going or the tough gets going, the going gets tough, hey, can they go back, go go to the going board at halftime, make adjustments, or any game adjustments, to uh, overcome a, a deficit at halftime. And uh, that's all I have to say. And uh, yeah. enjoy the tough All right. It's an interesting – it's a good point. And I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. Um, he, you know, he's, he's at the forefront of the analytics stuff. You know, he's, he's, he knows how to call fakes at a time when his team needs it. Um, Garrett well, – Garrett's been good against him, though. But yeah. but my point is is the I mean the Eagles need this just as badly as the Cowboys. Oh do. yeah, and you can talk about their injuries all you want. They've found ways to win their last two games, yeah. and that that is I hadn't really thought about it until the caller brought it up. But like that is troubling because I mean I think Doug Peterson's a better coach than Jason Garrett, and he's got a lot on the line in this game as well. You know, and and you could probably said the exact same thing. Um, on Friday, and you could have said, I think sure. Sean McVay's a better coach. 100%. And he's got more on the line. Sure. Because they did. I mean, yeah. They're, they're out of it. I thought Babe Loffenberg made a really good point. Listen, criticize Garrett all you want. It's fair. He is more than well paid for it. But Babe went on Twitter, I guess, last night or Sunday night and was like, 
Like I haven't seen a word of praise for Jason Garrett for winning this game, and I know if the roles were reversed, Sean McVay would be the toast of the league. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true. It and is. it's it's you know it's confirmation bias. Is you know if the Cowboys do well, it's never because of Jason, and if they do poorly, it's always his fault. So he does it's a tough deserve job to be in. Yeah, which is why you make five million dollars a year to do it. And Jason right. has the, the the saying for it. Comes with the dinner. It comes with the dinner. Does this? Yep. This you know that's part of being the, the head coach of the Cowboys. He he knows it. He gets it. But um, I think the caller's right. You know they they need to to go and and you know see. I think that they would be in better shape if they had a battle tested win against the Eagles. One of those games that the Eagles have been winning back and forth, where Wentz has to drive them down. I think if if that happens, I think that would be the best thing for the Cowboys. Is if Dak's got the ball. Drives down the field with that broken finger of his. I'm kidding. Um, they're calling it finger gate. I mean, hairline fracture is what they called it. I think it's a cut. Is it? I, I, that's <laughs> just a. T- that's what just I was a cut. And that's not. Yes, it's it's like a, a difference in like pain and all that. But if you're throwing a football, I would imagine mm-hmm. that even a cut. I mean, anything that seems kind of weird yeah. is still going to affect the throw. It doesn't have to be a fracture. I don't think it is a fracture, but I think it's... He, a, I mean, he looked a little off on Sunday. Yeah. He had some... I mean, you know, people criticize his accuracy anyway, but he looked a little inaccurate at times, especially in the early going. Witten said, I got you. <laughs> yeah, right? Just throw it anywhere. Yeah, I mean, he said he said that was a bad ball on his part. Witten just made a hell of a play. Garrett said it was a great pass. Oh, well, that's not what the guy who threw it said. I know. So, all right, guys, appreciate you joining us. We'll be back tomorrow at our normal time. We'll get into this Philadelphia offense. Dave will give us his breakdown. Nick will break down all of the storylines that we should hit this week. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Danny Sarek, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!